0: I want to take, a I want to take, with Jesus, a long up with Jesus. Let him shine his and light on me. I want to take, long up with Jesus. Let him shine his and light on me. I want to take. I want long walk with Jesus. Let Him shine light on me. I wanna take a long walk with Jesus. A long walk with Him. Let Him shine light.
1: I guess it's me. Once once a picture comes on me, then it's you and me, and we're having coffee with the King. Here's my cup of coffee. And I feel like I'm cheating you because I already had my coffee. Oh, no, there was a sip there. That's good. Having coffee with the king. What does that mean? It means that every time I get a chance to do this with you, we're having a cup of coffee, relaxing, enjoying, getting a little java blast and saying hello to Jesus, saying hello to his word, saying hello to his, his loving presence. Having them in your life, that's what I I hope that I am an inspiration to you to make sure you include them in your life. doesn't mean you have to do the rosary driving down the street. just means when a guy cuts you off, you don't want to shoot him anymore. You say, oh, bless his heart, he's probably having a bad day. That's not what I used to say. That's probably not what most of us say. But just that little, I don't know, it's a little wrench. The Bible is a toolbox, and we learn how to use the little things that are in there to help our life be better the way God planted. it. Billy Preston had a great song. I should do that for you one day called That's the Way God Planned It. Beautiful song. Billy's a wonderful gospel singer. Well, um, one of my real favorite things to grasp is renewing the mind, renewing the word. Not renewing the word, renewing the mind. And uh, there are several teachers that I really, really like. I recommend them to you. Um, if you have YouTube on your phone, YouTube, you can type in on the search, type in. here. I'm going to give you three teachers. Kenneth Hagan, Creflo Dollar. Wait a minute, I said three. Oh, and Joel Osteen. You probably don't need to be reminded. By the end of the... the um, our little broadcast. I'll try to remind you of them again. And and up will come on, I mean, just a bunch of little videos and you can play them and just listen to them. And what is really cool is underneath it, you can save the video and hit watch later. I must have about 50 that are saved that I want to go back, listen to some healing scriptures are very important. I want to get them but most of these teachers not only give you the wonderful verse, but they'll tell you where it is, and you can jot it down and write it, and then you'll have, you'll have notes where maybe you're not feeling well, or maybe someone in your family needs prayers, and you can go to those to refresh your mind, refresh your memory, uh, be reminded of what God has promised, what he said he would do. You can call that out. You can call it to your friend, remind them, pray together. It's a wonderful, wonderful reference. But he said something, Kenneth Hagen, let's go to him. Kenneth Hagan, a lot, a lot of people call him Dad Hagen. I never was there in my heart. But Brother Hagen had a wonderful thing about renewing the mind the other day. And that's what we're going to kind of tap dance with that today. And he said, uh, renewing the mind is so important. You want to keep the word of God and the teachings of Jesus, the encouragement and the blessings. Keep, keep addressing them keep watching them we're told in the altar keep my uh, keep my words in front of your eyes it's their health for you and he says this faith comes you have more faith in god and you're able to get stronger it's kind of like lifting weights you get stronger and when you get stronger you can lift more weights and you lift more weights you get stronger you can lift more weights you have faith in god you have faith that the sun's going to come up, but that's not, not so sure about some other things. But you have more faith and you listen to the word and it builds your faith and maybe God will do this. And you have more faith. You read and you listen and you put your heart in and suddenly you say, God will do this. Faith grows as you as you get spend more time in the word, spend more time in his word. And the wonderful quote was, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. He said, it didn't say faith comes by, I heard the Word. It's by hearing. More than once, renewing. You say, well, I already read that part. You Read it again. It may not have sunk in. Maybe when you read it, say, you know what? That's really a good, that's a good scripture. That's a good passage. That reminds me of somebody who's driving me crazy, or that's something I'd like to add to my life. I really like what that person did. You're reading the Good Samaritan. You'll see Wow, sometimes it's not that difficult to go out of your way to help somebody. It's not really out of your way. You just have to take a a breath. I'm going to do that. It just, mm, you get an unction. Follow it. Always follow those. Pray for people when you feel, I'm going to pray for you. Don't pray later. Pray right now. Grab their hand and get them. Absolutely. Don't let a moment like that go by. The prayer that you have with them right then may change life for them immediately. So always grab that when you can. But I got some notes here I'm going to rattle at you. Um, One is develop a vision. Have something in your life that you want to do. You know, they call it the bucket list. I always ask my friends, what are you up to, man? What what would you like to do? What would you and your wife like to do? I don't know. Boy, that's, I mean there's like nothing to live for, nothing to plan for, nothing to be excited. Oh, you know, think of something. Well, okay, those moments will come. Think of something, though, anyway. They have, well, if we don't do anything else, we'll do this. Have that in your life. Because it also says in the Bible, without a vision, the people perish. And that old adage about uh, the devil looks an empty mind, he'll come right. He's, I'll fill it up for you. I'll fill them up. It's like those guys that say, "Well, I want my kids to learn about the Lord. They'll learn on their own as they get older. They'll learn from the guy on the street trying to sell them drugs. The world will grab your kids. Don't you let your children go by without you bringing the word of God to them." That's that is your gig. Is one of them. Okay. Let me see here. Yes, indeed. Oh well, let's go to Proverbs. Proverbs has a wonderful passage. This says, "My son, in." attend excuse me i can't read my own writing i'm cute but i don't write real well my son attend to my words uh, and incline your ear to my sayings let them not depart from your eyes keep them in the midst of your heart for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh heaven heaven god in your heart that gratefulness that thank you Boy, before your feet hit the floor every morning, I, I still tell you, man, give it five minutes. Just say hello to God. Ah, I woke up. Thank you, Lord. Good to be here. I'm, I'm not really sure what I'm doing today. Oh, yes, I'm going to do this and that. I, I want you with me. I want you with me. Please be on my shoulder. Please nudge me. Remind me constantly you're there. How does he remind you? When you walk out the front door and you see a blue sky. That's a good reminder. Real good reminder. Just, to, just stay in touch. Like If you don't do any more than that, your day is in good shape. And if you remember last week, we talked about communion. I can't stress that enough. Do it as often as you will in remembrance of me. Jesus doesn't ask us to do a lot, but he asks us to do communion. Put that in your life. It's a good thing. Okay. Creflo said the same thing about attend to my word. These are, these are some notes that that, he, uh, that I took from his show. You can find, I think it's org. You find him there. Boy, look him up. You will love him. Wonderful teacher. And one of the things that he reminded us in the, in a lesson was, you are what you look at. The eyes are the windows to your soul. These are the portals. If it comes in your ears. It comes in your eyes. You are what you look at. You are what you listen to. You are what you say, because out of the heart, comes who you are. Your heart will be what you look at and what you see, what you read, what you think about. So be careful about that. And that's another point, the thoughts. We all have all kinds of thoughts. Uh, Like, boy, isn't that cat cute? You look on the internet, oh, look at these little babies. Aren't they cute? Some other things are going to come in front of you that you know in your heart, you know in your conscience. I shouldn't be looking at this. Or this shouldn't be happening. Get them off. Take them off right away. Change your thoughts to something else. If I say to you, let's picture uh, a, a gorilla. Okay, we got a gorilla, and he's kind of walking around like this. He's banging on the ground. Gorilla grabs a banana. Okay. And here comes a giraffe. Giraffe, real tall, graceful, that long neck. You know how they kind of move like this, and they got those loping legs and the walking around. Where's the gorilla? You forgot about him, didn't you? That's how easily you can change your mind. The gorilla could have been a naked girl or a naked guy. And we changed it. We started thinking about our children or my job or what we're going to do this weekend. The minute you, oh, I I don't need to be on that subject matter. Get off it. Don't linger in it. Don't play with sin. Don't play with, how much of this can I get away with before I cave in? You don't want to know, and you don't want to cave in. So be careful what you look at. And that that's one of the things that I'm, I'm well, I, Is are all going to come up here. But in renewing the mind, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're a born-again Christian, and you be, you belong to God. I give my life to you, Lord. I want to be your child. That's done. Now, what's going to change the way you are? You still like to drink? By the way, having a drink is not a bad thing. It's not a sin to, be, to have a drink. It's a sin to be a drunk. Wonderful quote from Dostoevsky, a Russian writer. The book was Crime and Punishment. In it, he says, sin is not the sensuality. It's the violation of measure. Isn't that a good one? My acting teacher loved that. He went off. He went crazy. Pete, where'd you get that? That's not me. I wish I had said that, but I understand it. Not a sin to have a drink. It's a sin to be a drunk. So anyway, be transformed by putting thoughts and reading the word and contemplating deeds that you can do that will be helpful and kind. Suddenly you just day by day, you become this more gracious person. You're transforming your mind. You're transforming the way you live. You are becoming more obviously one of God's loving children. Be transformed to the mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Study and apply the word. Joshua said, um, meditate on the word of God. It will make the way for you. It will make you prosperous. Control your thoughts. Cast down the thoughts that lead you away from the word of God. Don't be watching shows and movies and things that you know are nasty, that you know, if you couldn't invite Jesus in to watch the movie, don't go to it, don't go to it. I really had to come to grips with that. Uh, We playfully refer to me as America's TV Elvis. There are some songs I sang in my life that were great rock and roll songs. They were they were fantastic. Can't sing them anymore. Uh, they just, they don't reflect the spirit of God. Once you give your spirit and say, Lord, I want to be with you, he will say, good, I want to be with you and my spirit will join you. The Holy Spirit now moves into your heart and life. It'll tap you on the shoulder when you start having thoughts. Well, I'm going to do this. Oh, I said I wasn't going to do that. Pretty soon you won't want to do it. A lot of it is habit. You're used to doing it, and when you get used to not doing it, that'll be the habit that you're trying to achieve. But singing songs. I remember I was talking to a friend of mine who's he's not a born again Christian. He, you know, they, they they say they believe in God and. A lot of people say they believe in God. The devil believes in God. The demons believe in God and Jesus. They know he's there. They just don't participate. And that's what we want to do. We want to participate. So you just keep that in mind. I mean, I had to give up a song as simple as Hoggy Tonk Women by the Rolling Stones. I'm not going to go through the lyrics. If you want to go through them, I'll let you. But, I mean, and I've written a couple of songs that I thought were really good. I got to be a, a rather decent uh rock and roll boogie uh songwriter and i wrote a couple of songs and i kind of felt you know it's funny i i have almost comical conversations with the lord in my mind and i can almost hear him saying that's a real good song pete you're not gonna sing it here though right i said you're right lord i'm not because that's not what It'll be about, and you know what's funny, what's going to be wonderful about heaven is all the things that pull us to think certain ways, they won't be there. Satan does not live in heaven. He won't be there. He'll be bound for a thousand years while we live here on a a planet when Jesus comes back. But then God's going to do away with him. His days are, in fact, numbered. I have a friend that I, I really like him a lot. He's very clever, very bright kid. But it can also be very angry and kind of humiliating and sort of disrespectful and and overbearing. And I finally had to ask him, please don't call me anymore. I don't want to talk to you in this life. I want to talk to you in the next life. Because that spirit of arguing and being rebellious and putting somebody down and argumentative, it won't be there. You won't want to do that. It will be... Such a lovely place. But that's what we should be working on here. That's how we'll have a better life. I mean, let's just say I talk to him twice a week. He doesn't call me anymore. That's two times a week I feel better. Two times a week I have peace in my life and the love of the moment, and I'm not dealing with him. So that's something we have to do. We have to consider some of the people that we're with and what we're doing you may have to walk away from some acquaintances because they don't fit into your life with Jesus. You might share it with them and see if they say, oh, I kind of get it. Eh, I'm not going to go. Let that be Let that be your cue. You'll know. Okay, Kreplo, Kreplo, come on. He says, expose yourself to the word of God. Absolutely. That should be something that we do every day, one way or another. It doesn't have to, you don't have to crack the Bible. It's wonderful if you do. But you might watch something on TBN. you just might have a, a poem or a pr- just saying a prayer. The first five minutes, we talked about that. Don't forget, before your feet hit the floor. Father, thank you for, wow, I grabbed a breath. I'm here today. Thank you for that, Lord. What's so funny about that? If you're not here, you might be with him. That's even going to be better. I don't want to get into that. I, well, every day you wake up's a good day. The day I don't wake up. Might be a better one. But let's not rush it. There are things here to do first. Okay. Let not your heart be troubled. You have authority. I, uh, you know, wrath over your heart. You will see, you will see what you say. That's part of the confessions of law that we do. But Jesus reminds you, you will have what you say. Speak to the mountain. Jesus isn't asking to move the mountains. Something in your life might feel like a mountain. But if you speak to it, you're not in my life. Devil, I rebuke you. Take your hands off my family, off my children. Take your hands off my bad frame of mind. He doesn't say think the word. He doesn't say think to the mountain. He says, speak to the mountain. It comes out of your mouth. You hear it in your ears. It's a declaration. Jesus didn't think the miracle. He spoke the miracle. So that's that's one of the teachings to be renewed. See, once again, get that in your head. You might, you know, I don't feel like saying that's kind of stupid. No, it isn't stupid. Nothing Jesus asked us to do was stupid. I think everybody will agree on that. Nothing he asked us to do was stupid. Okay, come on, don't go away. Here we are. These are some good things. These are a few things that Creflo said. These are the things you might want to consider. I'm born again. I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Father, of course. People believe in God whether they want to or not. You know what I mean? I, uh, I'm an atheist. Well, I know there's something. There's absolutely there's something that's creation. You're talking to me, aren't you? Take a deep breath. Air went in, right? That was God's work. Okay. Anyway, cute little story about that. But at any rate, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. That's typical. Being seventy-eight is a challenge, isn't it? Seventy-nine in June. I can't wait a year in three months. Yeah, a year in three months. I'm eighty. I want to say so bad. I want to look at you and say I'm eighty. That's gonna be that's gonna be good. I like it. The seventy-nine is kind of an interesting number, but eighty. That's <clears throat> you know that's one of those years when you turn twenty-one, you turn thirty-five, you turn fifty. 75 was a big one. 80 is going to be the bomb. Okay. Renewing the mind. One of the things you want to do, I'm born again. That's where I was going. It all comes back sooner or later. It says the Holy Spirit will remind you what you're thinking. Excuse me. You're born again. You give your life to God. I want to be one of your children Hey, one of his children whether he wanna be or not, but I'm gonna accept responsibility and acknowledge that I am. And I want to live my life the way you designed me. I want what you want from me. You made me, you must know what's up. So please Father, get into my heart, make me more aware of the conditions, make me more aware of what you had in mind in this whole journey. Okay, first thing to do, you make a decision to change. Now that I am born again, i got to do some things or I'm going to go right back to the same old habits. I mean, I still want to drink. I still want to join. I still want to go out and party and stay out late and be an animal. Yeah, no, I don't. That's not what God has in mind. God doesn't want me to waste my life, my time, this gift of life. So you've got to make a decision to change. You turn your will over to God. Help me with this, Father. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me be aware of your ways. Something comes up. I'm not sure what I should do. Say that inside. Say it out loud if you want to get really crazy with it, and you'll hear an answer. You'll, You'll know what to do. You have to possess a strong desire to change. You have to want to be with Jesus. You know what helped me? I wanted to be one of the 12. I remember reading, that was actually, that was my first sort of vision. I don't know. It's not a bit, I mean, like nobody was in the room with me. You know what I mean? I'm dying to have one of those. But I was praying and I was reading. I was reading and Jesus was talking to the 12 apostles. And I'm I'm picturing, I'm I'm kind of weepy-eyed and my eyes are closed and I'm picturing Jesus there maybe with his hands out and he's talking to the 12, there's Peter. and. Mark and Thomas. I said, I wish I could have been an apostle. I wish I could have been one. And a voice said to me, then be one now. I nearly came out of my skin. Who said that? What was that? Maybe it was my subconscious joining in so strong that that's what I wanted. And maybe it wasn't maybe it was the Holy Spirit speaking and say you can be one now there's not a cutoff date you didn't miss the boat it's not all over you can come on now that's what I'm trying to do that's what I'm trying to do that's what I'm trying to do anyway okay possess a strong desire to change deepen your knowledge base know more about the word know the miracles that are promised know how to heal. Excuse me. You don't know how to heal. That's interesting. But what you know how to do is how to usher in the loving will of God. My wife has a condition It's really very sad. Now, it's fibromyalgia. And it's, it's kind of like a constant aching of the body. 24-7, my wife deals with pain one way or another. And I was trying to find out what can I do about that? How can I help her? So I went right to the word. It is, you know, take it to the elders of the church. You pray. You can anoint oil. You can lay hands on the sick. So that's exactly what I decided to do. And I went, again, YouTube, how to bless oil. You can bless oil. You don't need someone else to bless your food or your oil or your children or your spouse or your home. You ask for a heavenly father. In the name of Jesus, please come into my life, into my home, into my, into my house, into the lives of my children. Please protect and guide them with your love and care. Make them aware of you as we are. Take this oil that I bring before you, Father. Bless it so that when I anoint this on my children, on my wife, on myself, it will have the blessing of you in it. It will help me achieve my desires in Jesus' holy name. My friend, you just blessed your house. You blessed your children. You blessed that oil. Now what do you do for anointing? It said, put a little oil on your thumb. Make a cross in one palm of a person's hand. Make a cross in the palm of the other hand. and Put a drop of oil on their forehead. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we ask your blessing, your loving hand to come in and touch. May your healing, loving being come into my friend. Lift their symptoms, lift, lift the problem, lift the condition. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There is no illness in heaven. There is no pain in heaven. It will come. At his will and his timing. Brother Hagen said something that was very interesting. His promises aren't good for some of the time. His promises are there. They may not happen exactly when you want them, but they will come. He was talking about a niece he had that had like warts all over her arm. Must have had like 50 warts on her arms. And she said, you know, Grandpa, I guess it was a grandpa. Grandpa, will you pray for me? for the?" He said, absolutely, come in here, darling put his hands on her, put oil on her, bless her. Heavenly Father, we're asking to take these skin blemishes and disorders on her arm off, they're not of you. And he prayed with her, maybe every other day or whenever they would think about it. Three months Three months later, it didn't happen right away. Three months later, he was in the living room watching TV or something. Here's a scream in the bedroom. He comes running in. What's the matter? Are you okay? He says, Grandpa, they're all gone. The warts are gone. God's timing. Why not right now? I don't know. I don't know. Why has God taken Putin out yet? I don't know. He's a horrible monster. He's killing women and children. He's a thug. The free world should take his power away. The people of Russia should take his power away. In my loving opinion, God should take his power away, but but it's not my world. God will do what he wants, and it will happen when it's supposed to happen. But I think that we can certainly pray about it. I pray for those children and those women and and children from the Ukraine that have been put out of their homes, out of their lives, or walking in the streets. They're in they're in train stations and this monster. Blows up the train station. He will answer for this. He will answer. The free world eventually will try him on war crimes. I don't think he has a way to win now. He's not going to beat them. And eventually, should be sooner, we should be standing next to his people. You can't rape these children anymore. You can't rape these women anymore. In the name of God, we're standing next to them. Well, I'm going to push a rocket. Push a rocket. You're going to push a rocket anyway. Sooner or later, you're going to push a rocket. I'm standing next to this woman. You're not going to rape her while I'm standing here. If you kill her, you're going to kill me first. If I was 25, I would be in the Ukraine. I'm 80, going to be 80. I can't do it. I can't run across the street fast enough to save your life. But that'll happen. God will step in. Bible tells us we're going to lose a third of the world's population. That might be nuclear. I don't know. Not my gig. My gig is to love him, try to be right by him. And he's given me a new gig. And that is to share his love with you. I, I, I love this more than I can tell you. I love this much more than singing, much more than singing. It's fun to sing. I do a good Elvis. I do some good impressions. And if you were in front of me, I can give you 15 minutes. You'll laugh. You'll have a great time. But tomorrow afternoon, it won't help you. Tomorrow afternoon, maybe if you will cling to some of these premises of renewing the mind and the words of God, that'll help you forever. You don't have to remember me. It's not about me. It's my honor to bring them to you. And I hope that somehow... Some of them touch your heart enough to where you want to save them. Let's go back here. Come on. Look to the word as a mirror to change. Well, of course, you're going to see things in there that you'll identify with, and that's your mirror to change. Apply the word that you've learned day by day back to renewing your mind. You know what I mean? Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Maybe your neighbor has one of the most attractive women, you've ever seen. Good for him. Has nothing to do with you. Be happy for him. Thank you, Lord, that he has that. You don't have a woman in your life. Father, could you please help me meet someone that I'm drawn to as much as that? Here's an interesting thing for you. She might be the most beautiful woman you ever saw. She may not be the nicest woman you ever saw. The nicest woman you ever meet, or or guy, let's let's not be me too here, the nicest man or the nicest woman you ever meet will become more and more beautiful to you and attractive every day. Their smile will mean more to you. The sound of their laughter will mean more to you. That's where your heart needs to be. Not at that good-looking person over there. Whether the the most handsome guy you ever saw, the sexiest girl you ever saw, wow, that's not what it's about. And God explains that to us. Okay, apply what you learn day by day. Go and guard the entrances to your heart. Absolutely, that's what we're talking about. Watch what you're watching on TV. Watch what movies you go to. Watch what songs you listen to thats what's really bad about some of the songs of hip-hop and the young the young angry rappers not, it's not necessary it's not necessary they're doing it
0: and yeah yeah man I get it
1: don't man guard your heart I shouldn't be thinking like that that's not I don't want I don't want them talking about my sister like that or my mother like that I don't want them talking about my brother like that now guard guard your heart and what you're listening to. Defend your mind against those thoughts. Be selective of what you expose yourself. It's also disassociate yourself from the past. That's really powerful. Disassociate yourself from your thoughts, some of the places that you go, the people that you hang out with. If you say to somebody, you know, I, I'm going to stop doing weed. I'm going to stop doing cocaine. I'm going to stop doing some of this party stuff we're doing because I know it's destroying my brain. It's hurting me. You might have some friends that are going to really look down on you for that. You might pray for them. Pray that they get the same feeling in your heart that you've gotten. But guard your heart first. It begins with you. Take the beam out of your eye first before you take the beam out of his eye. Get yourself together. Get yourself straight. Don't wait till you get yourself perfect. That's never going to happen. You want to be perfect? Keep trying. That's how you're perfect. I'm the perfect son of God. I'm the perfect daughter of God. I'm trying to get closer to his word. I'm trying to get closer to his spirit. I want to be somebody who could be with him, that could travel with him, to be one of his 12. Why can't there be 13? Why can't there be 14? Take your spouse with you. We want to come with you. Come on. I could use two more. Come on. That's kind of, I don't want to beat renewing in the mind over the head. I do in a way, but I don't want to repel you from it. I want you to just get the drift of, I've got to keep going back to it. I've got to keep going back to it. What we can do if we make this part of our coffee with the king is every week we might say, Here's a scripture I'm returning to. How am I renewing my mind? Okay, here's one. Like I said, I don't want to beat it to death, but I do want to help you get it into your spirit, into your habits. I need to renew my mind. Okay, I get it. Even if you do something as simple as say the Lord's Prayer every day, one of the things it says is don't just repeat prayers. That's like a parrot. If you want to talk to your dad, you don't go into your dad and ask the same thing you asked him last night. You say, hi, dad. How are you? Well, hello, Heavenly Father. I'm back again. Yeah, there's are some things that I still need. But thank you for today. Thank you for what happened. Thank you for the mail. Thank you for, I got a nice note from a, a young boy last week. It, it touched my heart. Thank you for that. Keep it fresh. Keep it daily. Keep it new. But keep doing it. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I ask you that my friends that are kind enough to listen to me and share their loving spirit with me, grasp the concept of renewing their mind and the to their life. And I pray, Father, that I don't in any way overburden them or over, over talk this, this subject matter, because I believe in my heart, it's what you want, it will help them. You tell us to renew our mind. I'm just encouraging them to do what I'm also doing in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Okay. Now, because I know the time is going fast and where everybody's got to do something, I can't have you forever. I can, but not right now. Guess what this is? This I got this on on, uh, on my uh, phone, and I want to uh, talk to you about it. Um I'm gonna call my guardian angel to come back in and, and play with me. Although I gotta warn you, this could be deadly because every time he and I get together, there's another half hour. So when you come back in, brother Angelo, we're not gonna kill him with this. But uh I got seven little things I wanna rack at him. If you would like to jump in the water with me.
2: Yeah, hello, my friend.
1: There you are, my boy. How are you? Here I am. Okay, I got this on uh today on my phone and right. I love it. It's called Holy Week to the Cross and Angelo uh, is of Catholic background and I'm Episcopalian. That's the same thing. We just don't have a Pope, but we do the same thing. Matter of fact, I was an altar boy and I used to do the incense. I know the game, brother. It's not a game. It's a ritual, but I, I loved it. It's very, yeah. very, very yeah. special to the heart. Sunday was Palm Sunday. I know you remember that. You probably know it. Oh my God, for sure. For those of you that don't know what that is, Jesus came into Jerusalem, and we was, he was met at the city by the people that loved him, that he had preached to, that he healed, and they were putting palms down on the street so the donkey could ride over the palms, just a way of, it's like, you know, it's like the red carpet, the red carpet at the yeah. Oscars, you know, come on in on, a red, come on in on the palms, Palm Sunday. Yeah. Okay. But by the way, if I hit a day, the jar is a cup of coffee, um please jump in a Monday. Jesus cleansed the temple and cursed the fig tree. You remember that where you he you know sure. if the fig tree doesn't bring figs out. Yep, we don't need barren yep. fig trees. God prepares those who will accept the sacrifice. Um, as a matter of fact, that fig tree we'll do it. We'll we'll have another Angela and I will tear up uh the uh, end times prophecies. But the fig tree, when they talk about uh, the fig tree the fig tree generation is the generation yes. mm-hmm. that comes into being when Jerusalem becomes a state again. and the fig tree's life is usually 80 years. So that's why they some people that talk about and not end times, well, it is end times, it's the end of a time, end of an era that that will be when the rapture comes and that I think it might be around 80 years after Jerusalem became a nation. That has to do with the fig tree. And it just reminded you, Tuesday, Jesus teaches in the temple for the last time. God sends the invitation to come and enjoy his, teaches in the temple at the last time. Can you imagine that? You know, what's amazing. When he came into the city, he knew yeah. everything that was going to happen.
0: When, oh, absolutely. He stood up,
1: when he stood up there to deliver the word, he knew in his heart, this is the last time I'm going to be talking to these people. Whew. yeah you wonder what oh my God the, what what came off him must have been absolutely what came off him was amazing every second of the day Wow Wednesday G, Judas betrays him Wednesday was when Judas went to the temple and did the deal for 30 pieces of silver I will turn you over to Jesus you know I'll come back and get you you be ready when I come back and uh He makes a deal. He decides, you know, we did a thing on him, Manzo and I, with almost like a compassion for this poor lost soul who came to earth to betray Jesus. It was his mission. If I would pray for a soul, he would be one of them. I've got a friend of mine. I'm sorry, go ahead. What are you going to say? No, I was going
2: to say there's no doubt in my mind that... uh that Judas was met at the pearly gates with the love and open arms and compassion. And I think God and Judas spoke and God said to Judas, you had a tough job to do, but I sent you to do it. You did it well. And now welcome home.
1: You know, I can see Jesus, very Italian gesture here. I can see Jesus coming up to Judas. Putting his hand on his face and say, It's okay, it's okay. And giving him a kiss on the cheek and say, I love you. And G- and Judas breaking down again. Judas yeah. just falling apart. Why did you why did you pick me to do that? Judas. Yeah. You did and it. It had to be and a tough were- job, Pete. It really did.
0: Oh my. Oh.
2: Well, I got a okay, was something. when I sat I sat back here listening to your um, lesson tonight, quite informative. I had actually a couple points during the evening. I had chills up and down my my arm, thinking to myself, well, Pete is really listening, you know? He's he's learning and teaching at the same time, and he's uh, imparting a little bit of wisdom and some common sense. And I think that's what's missing in a lot of, And a lot, I hate to use the word religious, but for lack of a better word, in a lot of religious education, common sense and compassion are missing. And I think you did a splendid job tonight of infusing good old common sense and human compassion. So kudos to you for that one, kid.
1: Well, bless your heart. If I did anything good, we know why. Wait a while. Thursday, Jesus offers his body and blood at the Last Supper. Ooh, Thursday night. Thursday. Like, remember, every day this week, Jesus knows what's going down. He knows what's going down. Thursday, he wakes up. He tells him, remember, he tells him, go find the donkey and tell the owner uh, Jesus is coming. He knew what a donkey was, he knew everything. And still, on he goes with the courage, with the courage of the Son of God. He had the courage of God. Friday. It's a curious, curious thing to call Friday Good Friday, but it's it's,
0: it's good because at
1: least what he wanted to accomplish, he accomplished. He sacrificed himself. He gave himself up for us. He bought us salvation. That wasn't a good thing. That was a great thing. Maybe it should be called Great Friday. I don't know. But it's like, oh, my God. Once, I think everybody should see the passion one time just to have a sense. Just to have a sense. That's a tough some of it movie was, to watch. Oh, it is, isn't it? And some of it was a little overdone. That's Mel Gibson.
0: But yeah. the gift
1: wasn't overdone. The tragedy wasn't done. The sacrificing and the death
0: yeah. of Jesus. Oh,
2: Lord yeah, that's seen. exactly what I mean, Pete. You put your finger right on it. Um, it was an intense movie. Jesus. Yeah, I I can't imagine, it you know, was. nor what I want to. Quite frankly, I, I I I can't imagine. Don't think I would want to imagine uh, what that was like. But it, it, the way it was depicted was just barbaric and brutal. Mm, you know? Mm,
0: mm.
2: Yeah. Horrible. Yeah.
0: But, out of, that, but, but out, out of
2: that. But out of that. Yeah, out of that came incredible love and joy and compassion, even in the midst of all of that he never angered you re- think about that he never angered he took his beating and ca- and just cried to to the father he never blamed anyone you know think about what, what all he endured before they hung him that was you know if there were ever a face of bravery and a face of love.
1: That would be it. You know, you're saying something that uh, I'm going to go do because we're not going to see our friends again till after Easter. The face yeah. of bravery right. and the face of love. I got something to go with that in just a second. Saturday, Jesus takes a saint from Hades to paradise. God receives the saint from him. He went maybe spiritually, I mean, unrevely, but he went down and he discredited Satan in front of his people, in front of his demons. Now, he hadn't risen from the grave yet. That came Sunday, and when he was stopped in the garden by Martha, he says, don't touch me because I haven't gone to the Father yet. But right. according to this start, Saturday, the spirit went down and took care of that. Sunday. Jesus is risen. God gives us eternal life in Jesus in pure You said something that I want to share with you. In my walk, in my reaching, I try to what I can. This picture behind me, this face of Jesus, is something that I've wanted to do for many, many years. And I was inspired to do it by that young girl who has painted a wonderful picture called The Prince of Peace. You can find that on the internet. Amazing picture. No training. Parents are atheists. And she is inspired to draw this painting. And we said laughingly, just amazing irony. She used a carpenter for her model which is just almost unbelievable, but it isn't unbelievable. And a young boy who said that he had died and gone to heaven couldn't picture, couldn't pick Jesus' face out of all the classic artwork until he saw this one and he leaped and said, that's Jesus right there. That story inspired me to try to grasp an image that could be reminiscent and remind me of our Lord. And uh, exactly. I look at it daily. I have communion sometimes by myself in front of it, and I look at it just to inspire me and I can't wait to see his face, see his. But you face bravery and the face of courage and love. While I was doing these paintings that I do, I did the passion. I did what it might have been like. It has become a picture. It hangs on my wall in the hallway, but it's not one that I stop at very often because it it overwhelms me a bit. But we need to be reminded in our respect and love for Jesus that this is a moment of glory and courage and love. No greater has... No greater love has a man than he that will lay down his life for the love of his friends. I'm going to go get that picture I want to bring it to you. It will just take me a minute. So please, please, my dear friend, Angelo Decipio. Well, thank you, Pete. Oh, well, that's all you get. My angel went and got it for me.
2: Oh, there you go. (laughs) Being
1: married married is a good thing.
2: Beautiful. Yes, it's a wonderful thing.
1: This is a reminder. That's all it is. A reminder of the love and the intensity that Jesus brought to us and shared with us. And I share it with you as something that I tried to put together.
2: That's beautiful. I really like that a lot. I really like that. You did that, Pete.
1: Yes, I did.
2: That's wonderful. And you know what's funny? If you hold that picture side by side with the one behind you, you can see exactly what I was talking about: the face of compassion and the face of love. Yes, 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 yes. Even in the midst yes, of I'm that right. barbaric beating, oh.
1: it's it's remarkable. Oh. It is. I, I, it is hard for us to understand this. It's why he is King of Kings. It's why he is our Lord. He is why Absolutely. we love him. He is the Son of God. I mean, I to me, I say, because if anybody hurt my boy like that, I, I some part of me doesn't understand why when that soldier picked up the whip, he didn't burst in a flame. I I don't know why God didn't say, that's enough. Yeah. This game is over. This game is over. Jesus, tell them. Yeah. I, I don't understand why God didn't have a bullhorn and go over the Roman Colosseum and say, enough of this. Except that it's his kingdom, his world. He knows what he is doing. Do we understand? No. Sometime well,
2: you know, Pete, it's, uh, I'm glad that you went there. It had anything... That God done been different. You and I may not be
1: speaking right now,
2: and I want people to understand I'm not, I'm, what I'm, I'm talking
1: about and say, "That might not be a bad thing." You know what I mean? That might not be a bad thing. We might be in paradise already. We may have, you know, well, we are
2: you're absolutely right. But at at some point, you got to think. You really have to consider the the gravity of what God did and why he did it in the manner that he did. You know, God has incredible, impeccable timing and chooses everything with great deliberation, I believe. And without that, if one thing changes in God's plan, then we don't have the world that we're living in right now. Maybe it would be better. Maybe it would be worse. We don't know,
1: right? But But we know that.
2: But yeah, I'm just saying we we know right now that we are living according to God's plan. This is what He intended. As crazy as it sounds,
1: his his divine plan is coming to fruition. It's just unfolding. And I think that there is a development in our spirits and in our souls that he is allowing to happen, giving us time. I look at the young rocker that I was when I was in my 20s, 30s, 40s, and I I am grateful to God Almighty that I had time to grow out of that, that I had time to find a more godly way to try to live. Uh, I don't want to be pretentious or... um, sound too self-righteous because I'm not at all anything that I am that's good I got from Jesus I got from the Holy Spirit and we all get better at it daily but I'm I'm so glad that he gave me the time to get a little better because I think when we get there he has an amazing capacity as only God has to be with us all at the same time yeah and he didn't want robots or he would have made them. He wanted exactly. spirits. He wanted souls. He wanted something to grow, something like a little kid that you want. You know, I want him to grow. He's so cute in diapers, but I want him to grow. I want him to go to school. Yeah. I want him to understand. I want him to go to college. I want him to find the work. I want him to become an adult. And God wants, that's what God wants. He wanted adults. Yeah. And we are so blessed that we are given the time and the opportunity to find that. And again, Angelo and I thank you wonderful people for allowing us to come into your lives, speak with you, encourage you, join us on our journey. Let's have a little parade. And Angelo and I aren't in the front of the parade, mind you. We're in the middle with bullhorns. But Absolutely. No, we're all in a parade. We're in a parade together, my friends. We're in a parade Absolutely. together.
2: Absolutely. Listen, we're well, gonna- We've got. Why don't, say, don't we, uh, why don't
1: we take happy it home? Happy Easter, happy, happy life, happy God, happy Jesus. Oh my goodness, heavenly Father, as we step forward and closer to the day that we as reminds us of Jesus' sacrifice and the day that He rose, that Your loving, unbelievable power raised Him from the grave to let us all know that's what You have for us. We thank you for that knowledge. We thank you for that inspiration. We thank you for that blessing. And we ask that you share it intensely with all of those that within the sound of our voice. And we ask those that hear it, pass it on. Pass it on. Amen.
2: Amen, my brother.
1: Absolutely. Well, I had one. I think I might have to go have another coffee with the king. What do you think?
2: (laughs) Well, until next Monday, Pete Wilcox having coffee with the king will be here every Monday night at 7 or shortly thereafter whenever we can get
1: (laughs) things together. But we're generally here on With your help, I'm going to find this because, and when they get it or see it, they'll know what we're doing. Uh, I put a couple of blasts out on Facebook. And Monday okay. is when we do this. So for those of you that want the bread out of the oven, it's Monday night at seven. But I want to get this, especially this one. I want this to go on Facebook this week, and I'll I'll make an announcement every day because I just took a picture, um, with my picture, and um, wishing everybody a happy Easter and a holy week on Facebook. I want them to see this. I I want us to try to recapture and some of the friends that were following us over there on Facebook. Let's get after those guys too, because friends, uh, there's no way to explain to you how inspiring and loving this is. So thank you for sharing this with Angelo.
2: Thank you very much, Pete. Till next week, it's Pete Wilcox having coffee with the king. And I'm just a guy that's here for the ride. Take care, everybody. Bless your hearts. Bye-bye.
0: I wanna take a long walk with Jesus. Let him shine his light on you I wanna take I I wanna take Jesus a long, long walk with Jesus. Let him shine his, his loving light on me. I wanna take Let him shine his loving light on me. I want to take a long walk with Jesus. Let him shine his light on me.